Chopping makes me aggressive, so definitely not. Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh. Yeah, any type of shopping, like I go to the store and like I instantly start getting angry at like everybody. Is it because all the people? Yep. Yeah. everybody welcome back to another round of ptp uh it's a beautiful uh sunny we had a great event and we are once again at full strength on the podcast and one of our guests today is is an og of the podcast and we'll get to that person in just a minute but i only have two announcements the the first one is we had a really successful jackbox game today um we'll have obviously this every Wednesday throughout the month of uh, March and going into April. So make sure you're coming down for that. Uh, We'll definitely get you some prizes if you participate. And uh, like I've always said, you know, if you want to play for 10 minutes or an hour, it's totally up to you. It does not matter. Uh, The next thing I'll add, and this is again, something that's, that's more looking forward to, to April is we will host a sexual assault awareness month uh, kind of presentation, open forum, and, uh, you know, again, we'll try to in, in, make it worth your while to come but besides the presentation, maybe add some food or, or some coffee. Um, we really hope to see all of you out there for that, um, for a, uh, you know, very important and impactful meeting. And quite honestly, those are my only uh, announcements for, for this episode. But Melissa's back. I'm beyond excited that she's back, as we all are. I miss you guys so much. You have an announcement though. I do. So on Thursday, April 1st at 530, we're having our final lecture of the lecture series. It's called A Night with the Poets. We have a couple of uh, pretty high esteemed uh, poets in the area. So it's definitely going to be via Zoom still, but it's the last uh, lecture of the academic year. And that means probably the last uh, remote lecture too because next year they'll all be in person. That's super exciting. It's like a big day. Hopefully. It is a big day. The end of an era. It is the end of an era. (laughs) I seriously missed you guys so much. Precious for Easter. We missed you. Oh my gosh. It's nice to be at full strength again. I'm not going to lie. Notice notice you, Jack, hasn't said anything so far. (laughs) He's in the zone. I'm just, I'm just looking up uh, all the, the happiness of having the full band back together. <laughs> he's looking up loopholes. Yes, he's preparing. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm very excited. And uh, let's roll on to our guest. Our guest today is an LAS major, Air Force tech sergeant, and the original voice that has never been replicated since he left of our introduction to Pardon the Pandemic, Mr. James Rowe. Jimothy, what's up, buddy? Well, you know what they say, Andy, there can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thanks for having me back on. You have a lost. It's never been replicated. It can't be. You can't. Has anyone that. tried? I want to know no. that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't even think it would be worth it to try. No. I just, if you had such a, a unique, uh, kind of distinct voice that was sort of perfect for an introduction, it would be embarrassing for someone to try. 
Honestly, this is such a slight when someone says this, like you have a voice for the radio, which basically <laughs> means like no, you don't have a you don't have space for TV, but you really have a voice for broadcasting. Like you seriously have a broadcaster's voice. No, because I was actually just thinking in my head before you said that, that I was going to bring up how I've been told that, because I think I mentioned this last year, how I've been told that multiple times. And I had that told to me again, just a couple months ago. I can't remember what we were doing, but someone's just like, you need to be like on a radio podcast or something. And I just kind of laughed. I was like, well, I was for Penn State for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely have a broadcaster's voice. It's kind of a slight because I've, someone has told that to me before. They're like, oh, you have a voice for radio. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I think it's more of a compliment. Like I could kind of see what they're talking I about with you. you. That way. I wasn't like you, you don't have a face for TV, but you have a voice for radio. I took it as a compliment. I didn't take I, it. You should. Hey, some voice actors get paid a lot of money. They do. They really do. But I, you have, definitely have a broadcaster's voice. So. I think it's like a good strong voice and very clear and i think that's like the whole idea with the radio is you want to make your message clear yeah so yeah i would i would take it as a compliment even though if you think about it you could be like wait but no i think it's it's a good thing yeah jimothy man i you know what i'm i'm so excited today that i don't even have a, a good random question to ask jimothy i just I, I think I'm over the moon. Uh, Jimothy, are you happy to be back? Oh, yeah. It's definitely, like, nice to actually talk to everybody again rather than sit here and talk to myself and then talk to a bunch of screens on class that I'm just, like, you know, no one's showing their cameras in class. And I'm, like, I don't even know who I'm talking to. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Jimothy, since we last, like, were together, what have you been up to? I feel um, like we last saw you in the summer. Let's see. Uh Really not a whole lot. I think like around the time that I like, I started to get too busy. So I, I couldn't do the podcast was when I got my bartending job at Avalon. And I'm, I'm still doing that. And then we went through the fall semester. And now I actually just thought about it when you said like, like the whole like talking about the OG crew, I'm the only one out of the OG crew that's still in Penn State. Like Kyle graduated in the fall. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot. I forgot their names. <laughs> yeah they they all graduated from the pta program so i was just like well it's just me last man standing it's kind of true it is you are you the are you like head of security at the avalon Uh, i was for a while and then like since everything started to slow down they kind of did away with it because it just there wasn't as much going on like we kind of squashed everything going into fall and then it just with all the restrictions, it became so dead. They're like, well, we don't really need it anymore right now until maybe the summer. So I was like, all right, well, I'm still bartending. So it doesn't bother me. <laughs> That's so cool. I see on social media all the time about all of these like extraordinary tips that people leave. Has that happened to you while you've been bartending at all? Um, when you say extraordinary, what, what are we looking at? <laughs> well, I mean, like, like anything over a hundred dollars, basically. In one tip, no, I think the highest tip that I got in one probably was actually at a hundred dollars because it was just a big tab. Okay. But I know like over the summer on average tips like would come out to about like two to three hundred a night. Wow. But then we had one night where it was me and uh, sadly she doesn't work there anymore. But uh, me and this other girl that I was friends with when we were bartending at the pool bar, we each walked out that night with over eight hundred dollars each. 
Wow. Yeah, that, wow. I, you, I put all that money into building the home gym because everything was still closed down. I'm gonna say, was that is that was that cash? No, it was a combination of cash and okay. uh, credit. Okay. Just in case the IRS was listening. <laughs> stay away from them. Oh my goodness. And I was it was definitely a worthwhile summer, but uh Good. and it was nice like having a reason to get out of the house. But now I'm like, I'm only doing it on the weekends now. So it's like my classes are Monday through Thursday, and then I bartend Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's like for the last like two months, I haven't really had a break. Yeah. I wish spring break still existed and that would have been my break. But now here we are. I'm drinking, you know, two shots of espresso and a coffee right now. Yeah, I hear you. Did we hear you mention yet how this is practically the one year anniversary when we started recording? Like it's actually been that long. Yeah, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I look back and I'm pretty sure we released our first episode on April 3rd. But we recorded, I think, on March 16th. Well, this is, is the cool. one year anniversary of the recording of the first ever recording of PTP. <laughs> We've come a long way. Uh, yes, yes, we have. Let's take a moment <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> it's like, I can't like, that, that's why I wish we were able to figure out a way to get the podcast to show our faces and such. So I could actually just put the video up on the camera and maybe you guys would be able to see it. Bruce, Bruce yeah, is you can see Bruce with his St. Patrick's Day background. Travis is over here going through like so many different kinds of like hats and glasses. I feel that's- like that's the beauty of this podcast is that we we are blessed by this because we get to see what's actually going on. We have that, some- should make, that should make people want to be a part of this. Yeah. Like if you want to see what, what's going on behind the scenes and you have to just come on. We have some big, big long-term plans for this podcast, especially when we can all do it in person. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. That would so, be Jim, Jimothy, question. Trying to get back on to a little bit of academics. You went from a two-year PT to a four-year LAS. What are your thoughts so far about your, your switch? Good, good change? I think it was, gosh, I... I swear Dean is going to kill me if she's listening to this podcast because she's probably sitting there like, hmm, yes, what are you going to say, James? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm right now I'm feeling positive about my switch because I mean, I've talked to a few of the other students that are still in the program and it was difficult and they were pushing through it and such. But in my mind, like I had like just different things going on. Like, do I want to still do this? It was about that time where I was just like, maybe I do want to go back to like the military type thing. And then as soon as we went online and it was just, even just the last half of that semester was just a struggle alone. And I was like worried what the next like upcoming two were going to be like, because I, I have like struggled to even like, <clears throat> like with the online stuff, like I'll like get taught and I can like remember it like temporarily, but I feel like, I, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like uh, every it would have just been a lot more difficult and it was still like. I'm, even with like the clinicals, I was thinking about that like long term, like how is this really going to go? Am I really going to get the good amount of instruction I need for PTA? And for me also, it like doesn't help that like I have to also focus on work since I'm technically living on my own, like no family or anything around. And I'm also got drill weekends if I go away. And so it's just kind of like, I can't focus as much through the online studies. So I figured me switching to LAS and going the whole military officer route would have been better for me. Yeah, for sure. 
So, and then at least I'll, even if I don't do officer, at least I'll have that LAS degree, which after like, I didn't even realize that was a thing. And after like the, Dr. Nash is my advisor and talking to him about it, it actually seemed like a pretty good, like just, j- just a degree to have. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, I, right, yeah, right now I feel pretty good about it. Everything's going great. The only thing I'm really like struggling on is just still being online. But I mean, if we go back to in-person this fall, then I'll be happy. That's all I want. For sure. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people feel that way. Actually, I mean, I from from most of the students I talk to, they feel that same way. So, uh, Jimothy, uh, COVID, you know, aside, what would you say to an incoming student about uh, you know why they should choose Penn State Shenango? <clears throat> I think one good reason why, like this, is one of the reasons why I chose it for Penn State Shenango is so you have that like literally top 10, like one of those uh, universities in the nation and like being a reputable school and all, it's also a smaller campus, which I think that's what I enjoy the most. Like I can actually go into a classroom. There's maybe about like 10 to 20, sometimes maybe 50 of us, but it's not like one of those big giant auditorium type classes where there's like a hundred plus students and you don't even really get to talk to your professor or stuff like that. Like, uh, like you, you remember Kay, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, ever since she went to main campus, she's told me, like me, Kyle, and all the guys about like how their classes are like 200 people. And then they have like the professors have certain assistants that you talk to. And so I like having that smaller group to be able to actually like interact with people, get to know everyone in your class, and then also being able to get to know your professors. And I feel like that's helped me out a lot more. Like I can walk down the hallway and be able to like see like, Dr. Nash and all them and be able to like actually talk and have a conversation and they know who I am. So I think the smaller campus community makes it a lot like better for me, I suppose, like social wise and just being able to, I don't know, just in general, just helps out a lot more rather than a giant university campus where you're not going to run into people, you know, you're not even going to get to talk to professor or have like those one-on-ones as easy as you would here. So I would say picking a smaller campus at a reputable school like Penn State is definitely a good way to go. Awesome. Thanks, Jimothy. Okay. I feel like we had a really good conversation with Jimothy and I think let's let's move this forward to Melissa's miscellaneous musings where we can all answer some questions. Yay. And really get into Jimothy's mind. So triple M it is. I don't it. recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going there. First question. In honor of St. Patrick's Day and the luck of the Irish, what's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? Like, I was not expecting that, but it brought me good fortune. You guys get lucky? Because I, <laughs> I, I, I don't really have that much luck. I tell people all the time I have terrible luck. <laughs> I Okay, so can I just tell you that I asked that question because my response is I don't have luck. If luck existed, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know about it because luck does not exist in my world. No, that, that's pretty much the same with me. Like, I, I will I say, know. I will say this, like I've been, and this has happened a couple times and I just, I just consider this like, that was like such a kind gesture, like going into Starbucks and someone pays it backwards and like, they'll <laughs> say like the car in front of you just paid for your order. And I'm like, that's so nice of them. Like stuff like that, like has happened a couple of times. And I think, wow, that is really, 
Like that was such a nice gesture. But as far as luck, like, you know, yeah, I know. But maybe someone else on the podcast has luck. I don't know. I feel like Andy would probably be the luckiest person on here. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like it's Andy. I, I, I guess, okay, okay, so when you said lucky, I instantly thought of like, as weird as it sounds, like lottery, raffle stuff. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, I truly believe that like, if you put good into the world, you'll get good back. Uh-huh. So I don't like if good things happen to me, like, you know, like in your example, I consider that just like, you know, good in the world, you get good back. But I will say this when Heinz Field first opened, um, it was like 2002. So I was like 14 ish. Um, my I put I obviously had like, you know, like $12 in cash because I was awesome at 14. So <laughs> they had tickets for a raffle they were giving off all the Steeler memorabilia so I put in ten dollars for this raffle and it was for this football that had the Steelers first four Super Bowls and then um it was encased in this really nice glass and behind the glass was like tickets from that Super Bowl and I don't remember what the actual like amount was well, I put my name in blah, blah blah I write my number down I got a call like a week later saying I'd won it and they shipped it to me little 14 year old me won a super awesome Steelers memorabilia. That's super exciting. Then that feels like the last time I truly felt lucky. Like, I feel like there's also like this thing considered like beginner's luck too. Yeah. I'll give you another, for instance, my dad, let me just preface this by saying my family are, we're not hunters. We're, we're musicians. And so like, like there's no such thing as like, we didn't grow up with like guns and hunting and things like that. Nothing against anyone who does. It just wasn't my family. So my brother married into a family though, that does go hunting. And so he started hunting like almost immediately. So my brother and his father-in-law took my dad to this gun show where there's like all these raffles. And my dad ended up walking away with a gun safe, a rifle, like all of these different things. And my dad's like, what am I going to do with this stuff? Like, I don't, I don't have a gun to put in a gun case or a gun. <laughs> That was literally like he wanted all of that. Like he ended up giving it away. But I'm like at, at his first ever like auction, like he, that's he won all of this stuff. And I'm like, who 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 does that happen to? But like that's not the first yeah. time it happened. If he goes into an auction, like all those different raffles, like he'll win stuff all the time. I'm that's all. I was like my dad. Not the magic touch. I just that's that doesn't happen for me. See, no. that's that's one of the reasons why I don't see myself as lucky because I have been in so many of those throughout my life and I've never won a single thing out of them ever. Yeah, like my name. Actually, no. That's a lie. I have won one thing out of a raffle. So when I was first coming to Penn State over that summer in 2019, when we had to do an emergency move from Kinsman to Cortland because of that flood that happened, we couldn't move all of our furniture out until they rebuilt the bridge. So during your welcoming day on, in 2019, you guys had that raffle off. And actually that little blue chair right there was what I won from Penn State. And that was one of the only pieces of chair furniture that we had until they rebuilt the bridge. So I would just be sitting in that chair in the living room. So that's the only thing I've ever won from a raffle or a giveaway. And it actually came in perfect handy because I was just sitting in it in the living room chair until the bridge got rebuilt in Kinsman and we were able to move all of our furniture out. Awesome. Yes. Now I still use it. Like whenever I'm like, just to get away from the computer, I got to sit down and read. I'll go sit in that chair. And that's basically my little reading chair. 
It's a so there you go. There's my luckiest thing. That's <laughs> awesome. See, it took you a while to get there, but you got there. <laughs> I'm not very good at thinking. I've been literally winging this whole college thing, just so you all know. <laughs> Make me think these thoughts. DJAC, what about you? Um, uh, You're going to be like, it's all skill because I'm an all-star and a champion. But it's no, like not really. Um, I guess two instances of luck, I guess. I don't really like the word luck or believe in it, but, you know. Um, the, the circumstances in which I met my wife, Shanice, is, is probably one in a billion. So I would say that is probably the luckiest. Um, the second one is... Wait, can uh, we just stop? Can we just take a time out right there? <laughs> Yeah. And just be like, aw. No, no. We can't. That was the best <laughs> answer ever. We're moving on. Um, so my second one, I was All the a, girls were just like, oh. <laughs> so, so my second one is I was in a, a, a casino in Portugal uh, doing some legal gambling. And I was on the roulette table. Never played roulette before in my life. I don't really know much about it. I know you, you know, put your chips in there and you spin the ball. So... I had put my chips on a number. I can't remember what the number was. Put my chips on a number, the number hits. So I'm celebrating and doing all this. And mind you, I'm not a gambler, so I don't know how, how you know, casinos work. So God slows me over my pile of chips. You know, I'm celebrating with my guys. And then not knowing I didn't play another chip for the next game or whatever, the guy rolls it. We're still celebrating. So... The, uh, like so now the, the dealer or whatever starts you know giving out paying out like the payouts or whatever for the number that hit and he slides up a pile of chips in front of me and I was like and I'm looking around and I'm like I didn't play anything like I'm looking and it was pretty packed like the table was full I was I was looking around I was waiting for somebody to grab it and the, the pile of chips is there and like I didn't know this but if you don't take your original chip off, then like, that's like you're playing it again. The same number hit twice in a row. And I won on that number twice nice. in a row. I, I walked out of there with like uh, a nice amount of euros. That's super exciting. Yeah, that is. If you had any kind of ink, what would it be and why? David's <laughs> <laughs> lucky number. Ink, uh, any, any type of what now? If you were going to get inked, what would you get and why? Oh, like a tattoo? Yeah. Oh. Wait, did everyone answer the first one, Bruce? Did you what? Did you have one? I did not answer. But it's okay. Do you have one? I might. Then go for it. <laughs> well, I don't know about lucky, but maybe fortunate is a, a good answer, too. But, uh, so when I was in college, I was in, heading into my last semester uh, in my business degree. So I was about to graduate. And the person that was in the position I am in now quit. <laughs> so I was able to apply for this job and was fortunate enough to get this job during my last semester here, which was also very crazy because I had a 15 credit course load plus working full time at a new job um, was a bit chaotic, but totally worth it. That's super exciting. So. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's very cool. Travi, did you have one? Um, I do not. You do not? 
I don't want to leave out Lagai and Gianna. Do you, do you ladies have one? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Lagai is like pass, hard pass. What about you, Gianna? Um, not personally, but my mom does. Okay. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) You want to share? Um, well, I was like at a church camp for like two weeks, so I wasn't even here. But, and like, we didn't have our phones out there or anything. So like, I came back to a text and my mom said, uh, she won Kino. I'm like, okay, it's probably like $15 or something like that. Cause she's not good at that stuff. And then I asked how much, and she goes, well, I put in $2 and I got 900. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Amy pulling the big bucks. Yeah. So I was like, so how about some new golf clubs? <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> that's awesome so i actually do have a real question that ink one was not going to be one of my questions <laughs> we're talking about luck and fortune and i guess some some winnings since today in honor of the third stimmy that dropped for most people if money was no object what would you buy just one thing it can't be like just one thing one big purchase what would you buy <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have Jimothy go because he's he's our very special guest. Oh, I <laughs> I need a minute to think on that one too because there's. Do you? Yeah, I gotta look at. I don't know. That's hard. Like, there's a few things I thought about, but I've never really like really cared much yeah. about that sort of thing. Like, I would end up being the guy that if I had like say like a couple million dollars, I would just live in the most like non-looking millionaire house ever. Just like I don't understand. Like, I've actually had this talk with a couple people like. If you're rich, why do you have a mansion that has like 20 rooms that you never even use? Probably for real estate investment so that their money goes somewhere. Travis can speak more to that than I can. (laughs) What? 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 Travis is like, well, I don't need a house, not another one. I don't need a Jeep, not another one. (laughs) Maybe a boat. Oh. Maybe a yacht, a yacht for the river. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. But like a hovercraft. Oh, that would be sweet. Hmm. Wow, he just he just went away. I know, like a clown. Wow. Radio sound. <laughs> Honestly, I think on a realistic scale, if I if money was no object, I would buy a nice sized private island. And just like, just have that island for myself, like a nice getaway place. Maybe if I was even good enough, get it to be its own little like country. It's like a nice size enough island that I literally am in charge of my own country and just do what I want there. Okay, follow up question. What would the name of your country be? Oh man. Hermitage. <laughs> Wait, what? Hermitage. 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 I can't. Well, it's where all the cool people live. You're wow. right. Hermitage 2.0 will be better than the first. Wow. The country of Jimothy. Pretty easy. Pretty easy to do that. Actually, you should call it the country of Lermitage then. <laughs> Just make it like spelled exactly like Hermitage, but it sounds fancier. Pronounce Lermitage. I mean, it sounds a lot better. It sounds much fancier than it actually is. <laughs> the Taj. The Taj. That's what it could be called. 
Gymitage. Gymitage. <laughs> Man, this yeah. is going to be a sweet private island. I like it. I know. Travis, I'm going to you next. If money was no object, what's one thing that you would purchase? Um, I don't know. Maybe the penguins, Pittsburgh penguins. No. Is there, That's is, what I would do. Did they, are they up for sale? I'm sorry. I don't follow sports. Well, they would be if money wasn't an object, right? Oh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Everything. There's something about the franchise that you don't like how they're doing or? No. You just, okay. I just, I, I didn't know if it was like some insider sports thing that you're specifically leaving out because you know, I don't follow any of that. I think it's bragging rights. Oh, okay. That's cool. Being able to take it from Mario Lemieux. <laughs> nice. Cool, cool. Andy, what about you? Yeah, I, I in the same vein. Uh, so I'm glad that this is an allowable answer because I would definitely buy a uh, majority stake in an NFL franchise, not an NHL. You know, I want to make billions, not, not millions like Travis. Uh, and I wouldn't even care. <laughs> I wouldn't even care which franchise it was either. I, I prefer the Steelers, oh. but really whichever one was for sale. Uh, maybe the, the, the Giants, I wouldn't mind. It's a good market. I would just run you want to like, you want to buy something to make money off of it. Um, yes and no. I mean, I think that's the perk of, of owning a, a franchise, especially an NFL franchise. But I think just being in charge of a massive organization like that, would be super cool. And obviously it's my, it's my favorite sport, but I think you like, you do a horrible job. Okay. All right. Here we I go. was thinking you were going to buy, projecting. I, th I was thinking you were going to buy a Chick-fil-A franchise for Hermitage. <laughs> oh, no. oh, you can buy it for Dimitage. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get that one for Dimitage. That's <laughs> what we're going to have. It's just cool. a little Chick-fil-A. It. At least it's still a step up from Hermitage. <laughs> just add in the Chick-fil-A. Mm -hmm. That's all we need. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my answer. I think everything awesome. about it would be awesome. Awesome. Brucey, what about you? I have no idea. Bruce really? would have cable run to his house. <laughs> she thought about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and go I ahead see. and spend the, the $16,000 and have yeah. Spectrum or a Comcast run cable to my house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Actually, slightly off. Yeah, no, no, slightly, completely off. Um, maybe the, the, there's a, they're currently signing up people for a trip to the moon, a commercial flight to the moon. That's right. So I think that would be a very interesting uh, adventure. You have some insider Space Force stuff for us, Jamie? <laughs> no, not, not Space Force related, but it's funny that Bruce mentions that because that was actually going to be my second thing was, I was debating between buying an island or my own space station hotel, just like what you were talking about. Cause I was reading that uh, a couple of weeks ago, how like, it's going to be like what, 2027, they're going to try to have something like that set up. It'd be like, just have my own like space station that I could just live at. You imagine, like, I can't even imagine. Are you talking about the, the space I hotel? Become, I would just become best friends with Elon Musk. We'll be fine. <laughs> like how long are you allowed? I have so many questions. How long are you allowed to stay there for? What happens if you become pregnant on the moon and then you give birth on the moon? Does that baby belong to the moon? Like, I have a lot of questions about that, going to the moon. Like, is there a time limit of how long you can stay on the moon? 
Valid questions. Yeah. I think I got an answer for the kid one though. Cause I know, uh, I forget who I was talking to this about, about like uh, sometimes like military children that get like born on a plane and then like they decide like, it depends on what country it is, whether they're returning or like the starting and ending country or if they get dual citizenship in both. Wow. I guess maybe at that point you could just, I don't know, quick and easy, you get citizenship from where the rocket was launched. Oh. <laughs> or you'd be the first person born on the moon and you have a global citizenship. What would you be known as? Like a moonian? Like what would you be known as? <laughs> An alien. <laughs> A moonian. I like it. I feel like David could answer this question with all of his uh, loopholes. I feel like he could. He could definitely nail this this one down. And, and uh, tell I don't. I don't have anything that tops moonian. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, say maybe a moonanite or a moonanite. <laughs> now you just sound Amish. I, I don't know. That's just moonanite. I didn't want to go with Mooner. Um, <laughs> I know. Like, what would you be called? I mean, the official name of the moon is Luna. So it would be something <laughs> off of that. Are you a lunatic? Lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like that one. Lunatic. Oh, my gosh. But more important questions, T-Jack. What would you buy? Uh, I probably would build uh, my dream house that would include um, a full home weight room, a full home gym. Um, you know, possibly a, like a huge home theater, elevators, all that. Do you have a court in there, like a basketball court? In the yeah, like too? court, yeah, like a, a okay. and all the stops, everything, super nice, everything. Would you invite people over to this house or would it just be for you? Like, uh, No, I, I wouldn't invite people over. I would have like the gym and stuff like separate so people don't come into my house. Um, but I would also be like charging them for facility rentals. Hey. There you go. <laughs> the purpose of having a nice house is to keep everybody out. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. Well, Gaia, what about you? I guess the first thing I thought of was investing it into buying a franchise corporation like Apple or Amazon. That's probably cool. That's pretty smart. Money just continue to make money. Yeah. Gianna. I would probably buy lots of clothes and shoes to match your clothes, like multiple golf outfits and maybe like a golf course. <laughs> See, this is my girl. I'm going on a shopping spree. That's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, I'm going on a shopping spree. Like I'm getting on a plane, traveling internationally, and going on a shopping spree. Yes, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go together, Gianna. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> Annie, do we have time for one more question? Yeah, we can probably do it. Okay. What are, and you don't have to give me three. If you want to just give me one, that's fine. But what are the top three ways you deal with stress? This says we're coming to the end of the pandemic, hopefully. We're coming to the end of the 2021 academic school year it's been stressful so what are like some maybe three things that you have done or typically do to deal with stress jimothy you're first well i know the one big one is just working out exercising like i mean that's all i've ever been doing 
And I actually just use this whole new stimulus check to buy an even better upgraded squat rack for the house. That's like on par, if not better than the ones that we have at Penn state. Nice. So, so I got that. Um, <clears throat> trying to meet up with the guys whenever we can, just like, instead of like, we're already sitting at home by ourselves all day. And then just once in a while, like I'll get a hold of like Kyle, Jake and them, and then just be like, Hey, let's get together, do something, just have a little bit of social interaction. And for the third, um, trying to even think of what I've been doing. Well, at least for me, I can keep working. So like mm -hmm. actually getting out of the house to go like work at a job has kind of been helpful. Yeah. The only downside is when the job becomes stressful, then it's just like, okay, I'm just going to go lay down and sleep for a week. Exactly. <laughs> shut it, shut it all down. Yeah. So I guess working out, keeping up with friends and having some kind of interaction outside the house, whether it be work or whatnot, just getting away from the computer for a bit. Yeah. All good. Jack, what about you? Um, I would like to say that, um, you know, like working out and doing stuff like gym, um, I don't do those things. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do things that kind of like disconnect. So like, uh, like I watch something to where I can turn my brain off, whether it be like, you know, cartoons or, you know, something just kind of mind numbing just to relax a little bit or, you know, I'll get on and, you know, hop on and play some Call of Duty for a little bit and just kind of, you know, just kind of disconnect a little bit and, and just kind of get away. But I, I, w I would like to say that, you know, working out and doing some, you know, productive things with my body would be the, the way to deal with it. But I, I don't. <laughs> I, no, I hear you. I totally hear you. Andrew Puglia. Uh Exercise, I think for sure. Um, the second thing, and I, let me lump all these together, but like any time I can spend like with my dogs, Alex, family, friends, I think that's always a stress reliever for me. Like this right here is, is kind of a stress reliever for me. And then uh, the third thing, honestly, just being outside, like sunshine tends to just, you know, send my stress to the side. So mm -hmm. uh, really simple stuff. Yeah. Bruce Veneer. Probably outdoors stuff outdoors uh, also related though but do doing stuff with friends which usually involves being outdoors anyways but yeah. being outdoors and if it's night or yeah in the evening or raining and stuff then just maybe some like computer games or something like that just something to take my mind off of the usual stuff so yeah. mm -hmm. for sure Gianna what about you um, I like hanging out with my friends whenever we can, and if the weather's nice outside, I like to go outside, hit a bucket of balls, or just find empty holes on a course and go out there, and then I just like to spend time with Pippi. Nice. Nice. Very relaxing. Lagaya. So, I guess on a nice day, it depends on how the weather plays out, too, for me. Um... If I'm stressed and it's nice out, I like to take drives and listen to music to kind of disconnect from the world. Um, that's always been something I think ever since I had my license at 16, something that I kind of grown conditioned to do and it's helped me. Mm -hmm. um, bubble baths. Nice. Bubble baths. <laughs> nice. I will take a day and hours for myself to try to recollect myself 
individually and do you use the bath bombs at all no I just no. I use just the bubble bath like I just like the bubble well my um bathtub have has jets in it so oh, nice that's yeah, awesome so, and it has like a bluetooth speaker so I can listen to music so it's a lot of like good energy there for yeah me. for sure I'm with you on the like driving and listening to music. That's like my go-to is to just put on some music and just like relax. But no one mentioned retail therapy. That's my go-to. Oh, I can't, oh. I was never a retail therapy yeah. person. It, I feel like it gave me more anxiety because I felt like my money could be used somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, it's That's- not fiscally responsible at all to do that, but just, yeah. Retail therapy is just one of my... I think video Especially games the end of too. A long, that was my last one. Yeah, the end of a long week, you just like go head up to TJ Maxx, just walk through and just go through all the different aisles. Shopping makes me aggressive, so definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yep. Oh. Yeah, any type of shopping, like I go to the store and like I instantly start getting angry at like everybody. Is it because all the people? Yep. Yeah. I could never find anything in my size, but I'm like parsed. I'm like half woman, half child size. So like, it's, it's very hard for me to actually go into a place and want to shop. I, I completely agree with Bruce. Cause anytime I end up going to a Walmart, I usually get annoyed within like two minutes of walking in there. Yep. It's like all those stereotypes. Walmart, Walmart is Walmart very are so different. True. Who, who goes I to get Walmart for retail Walmart. therapy? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Walmart. You don't I'm go there. I'm talking about just you the shopping thing You go there to get your essentials general. and get the heck out. I'm not saying like, I'm just it, like in general, if I go out shopping somewhere, it's just like a place like that. I get like annoyed immediately. I, I don't yeah. know what it is about people. No, like those big like department stores. Like, no, I get super frustrated in those. But like those like little older ones that you can just like kind of walk through and. That's okay. It's not for everybody. It's I have many fem- I have many friends who use retail therapy a lot. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Travis jumped out early again. That's like, your- what do you think his his yeah, job early That's a great question. I was thinking we could discuss that. I think wrestling with bears as well. I was going to say hibernating. Hibernating is definitely two. Nice open grassy field he can roll around in. Maybe buying another house or car. Yep. Jumping up with his dog. Just doing something with his dog. Yeah. He would probably I've say. I've seen uh, how much he posts about his dog and he really, really loves him. So. <laughs> a vacation day. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think his answer would be spending time on the river. Definitely. Driving in his side by sides, definitely, and time in the cabin, just yeah, relaxing for sure. Those were all very real answers. Good, good work, Bruce. That's, that's definitely. He's like, I'm basically relaxing by jumping off this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Forget you guys. Okay, that's that's all my questions. All right, Jimothy, do you have any final words for us, buddy? Man, I, I am terrible at thinking. You know, it was a lot easier when I was on the podcast and I had everything planned, but now trying to think of everything on the fly is like a lot more difficult. <laughs> Those are fine final words. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 
I told you, I'm just like, the only thing I'm good at is winging it. You can ask the guy in Gianna. All I've been doing in Spanish is winging it for the last two semesters. So. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Jimothy, I mean, I, I got to say, man, I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to join us today. I'm very thankful that you decided to jump back in after all this time, after your, your mini retirement from the podcast game, and you killed it. I tried. Do you, do you think people are going to walk around campus thinking your real name is Jimothy? I, I forget who it was. Someone just called me that the other day when I was, it was after I was done talking to David. I don't remember who it was though. Like I heard it and I started looking around, but I don't think I figured out who it was. <laughs> or maybe I'm just going crazy. I don't know. It's been a long I, couple months. Yeah. I honestly hope it sticks. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely missed on campus, Jimothy. And we are very, very, very excited to have you back um, in person in the fall semester. And I will make every effort to make sure I'm here when you leave, leave class so I can see you and, and actually have a conversation. So that'll wrap us up another week down. We inch closer to the year anniversary of our first release. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay kind and join us next week for a round of PTP. Deuces, folks. Yay. Later.